1: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
2: You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used to get you in a court of law. You got a right to an attorney prior to and during any question. If you can't afford one, the court will appoint one for you. Do you understand your rights? Or the perpetrators who committed the crimes against the victims. My descriptions of the crime scenes, what I saw with my own two eyes. If you're going to get offended, please turn this podcast off now. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Woody Overton. And today, I'm going to. Tell you one of the most disturbing episodes. We're gonna uh you're gonna hear some bad shit, y'all. So turn it off if you can't handle it. But real quick before we get started, I've got to give some shout outs. One, last week we went to number one in the world in all podcast genres, and of course, number one in true crime, but number one overall, because a lady, uh, I believe it's Danielle one one seven C stitched me into a TikTok about sleepovers, where they, they ref she referenced my very first episode, which was David and Christina Constance that I did in 2019. You can go back and listen to it over a million of you have. It's horrible. Um, the, the sound and everything is horrible. The Ed Sim's horrible. We were doing it off a computer back then, but that made us go viral, and we went to number one in the world. So shout out to that. Y'all go to our TikTok, Real Life Real Crime. I've reshared uh, reshared and I've stitched into their video also. And, you know, TikTok, I haven't really been paying attention to it, but we do have a lot of funny videos of me on there. Most of them include drinking out of town, et cetera. But... Go check it out. Uh, Thank you all again for making us number one in the world. So all you new lifers, as that's what I call my fans, affectionately, that are listening for the first time to to your first Real Life Real Crime episode, welcome aboard. I love and appreciate each and every one of you all. Secondly, the cat's finally out the bag. Real Life Real Crime and Woody Overton will be featured in the story on Dateline this Friday, April the 14th of 2023 at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And the the story is a two-hour story of who murdered Courtney Coco. And if you've been a lifer from the beginning, you already know, right? And that story would have never happened had Courtney's family given up, Miss Stephanie them given up. When, and listening to everybody saying it was accidental and whatever, whatever. But then we got it on the podcast, I did what I do, and y'all did what you did, and we had to fight for more years to get this case to come conclusion. Dateline knocked it out of the park, y'all. Go tune in this Friday night. And if y'all tuned in and you're listening to this after Friday and you want to hear Real Life Real Crime this will be the only time I do announcements in front of the episode. I just want to welcome everybody aboard. I'm going to say thank you, Dateline. i want to say thank you to all lifers who helped solve that case and help bring the pressures on the powers that be. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. Now, we have Real Life Real Crime Daily. We'll be back on this feed next week. Every Real Life Real Crime Daily show which with my host, Jim Chapman, and Mike Agravino, will start out with the date. Every real-life real-crime episode is going to say original. And so with that, we're going to get started. Let me tell you something. This story is so messed up. You go back and listen to the very first episode I ever did. um, David, I think it was called Double Clutch and Christina Constance or David Constance, whatever it is. First one I did in 2019 when my wife said, Everybody loves your voice and everybody loves your stories. You need to start a podcast. I, I listen to the top ones in the world and true crime. I'm like, boring, boring. They want to hear a real story? I'll tell them a real story. And that's the story I started with. And I always said, in retrospect, I probably shouldn't have started with that story because it had to deal with this husband and wife team that were raping kids for over 20 years and getting away with it. And Most people got offended by it. A lot of people did and turned it off. A lot of you came on the board and you'll see I didn't sensationalize anything. And uh, I just told the story, right? Well, evidently it worked and here we are five years later. All the podcast awards and everything else later. But y'all are never going to believe what happened. And I got alerted by lifers that Christina Constance was up for parole. Now, evidently, the state of Louisiana has started putting these parole hearings on zoom meetings for all the public. Cause they are public hearings for all the public to hear. And I was blown away. Now go back to what happened in this investigation. Christina came in and I'll talk about it after the parole hearing. Cause I've got a lot of shit to say about what she said in this parole hearing, but she did come in and confess to me. Right. And I worked the case from there. But the deal is, you know, I got her husband four life sentences. All right, it took the jury longer to pick a form, and then it did for them to come back with four life sentences. But that's not the case, people. That's not the entire case. Remember, they've been doing it for years and years and years. We had my partner Brian Paul Smith, and I had so many victims that we found that these two did together. Okay, and I'm talking about rapes. All right, and grooming and rapes in. Remember, I was supposed to go to the grand jury, and it was going to be this big deal, right? Maybe go for the death penalty, which David Constance deserved. I believe that's still in my heart. And they didn't contact me the day before when they had the meeting with the DA. Go in, get ready for the parole hearing. The head DA stops me and says, It's not even the one that's handling the case because she knew I was going to be pissed. She said, Woody, we're only going for some molestation charges. We don't want you to say anything about aggravated rape. Well, guess what? I went in that grand jury and I said, aggravated rape, aggravated rape, aggravated rape. And I laid it out how it should have been laid out with all the victims. And I laid out all the molestations and everything else. And in part, a way through that hearing Everybody in that grand jury was crying. One man slammed his hands down on Destin and said, Detective Overton, I want to know how this come. monster's been getting away with this for so long. And I said, that's a great question. Once you ask Madam Prosecutor, they called a break. Prosecutor left, would called the DA, and they came back, pulled me out in the hallway and said, we're going for four counts of aggravated rape so leave the rest of it alone. I did it. Got him indicted, and like nine months later, we had the trial. Now, Christina never, that's David's wife, never testified in the trial, but all the kids did. And so he gets four life sentences. Well, guess what she gets? She has absolutely what I, who I consider to be the best defense attorney in Livingston Parish now, Jasper Brock. Okay, yeah, Jace Brock. And he had her as his his client and and he got her a deal for twenty years. She never testified at the trial, so she didn't get any fucking bonus points for that. She never testified at the trial after his trial was over, and he got four life sentences. And all these babies had to get on stand and tell all that shit. She knew she was going to get the same thing because she raped them, y'all. But let's talk about it at the end end of this episode. But the deal being is she got 20 years at, at um, with the Louisiana Department of Corrections at LCIW, Louisiana Correctional Institute for Women. And I caught a lot of shit in the first episode saying that, you know, I was just describing her that uh, I wasn't being sexist or anything else. I said, she's not a dog, but she's not, you know, pretty. I said, and and maybe her IQ is lower. I said probably border on the line of retardation. I didn't wasn't trying to say anything wrong, people. I was just trying to give you a description, okay? But I'm gonna play this freaking parole hearing for you. Then I'm gonna tell you at the end where the lies are, okay? And you decide what you think. And now there may be some pauses in y'all because is a TikTok. This. This is one of the most disturbing things I've ever heard. And I wait to the end because I'm going to tell you where she lied at. But uh, the fact that they're even using them, I know they're the victims. The only four they talk about in here are now adults. But the fact they use their names to disturb me. But you know what? It's a matter of public record. I'm going to play this. I'm going to play this hearing. Stay tuned. It's not that long, probably 15 minutes or so. And I got some shit to tell you. Here it comes.
3: Parole is called back to order. The time is 9-15. Our next case is Ms. Christina Constance. Ms. Constance, would you please give us your full name and DOC number? Christina Constance, 536-344. Thank you, ma'am. Ms. Constance, uh, let me explain our process to you. First, I'm going to read some information in the record. Then we're going to conduct a parole interview with you. At the end of that interview, uh, you'll have an opportunity to be able to uh, make a statement to the board before we vote. Do you have any, you understand our procedure? Yes, sir. Uh, this is the matter of Christina Constance, DOC number 536344, dated both January the 6th of 1976. She's classified as a first time felony offender. She has a parole eligibility date of October the 2nd of 2011. She is not eligible for a good time. She has a full-time date of February the 5th of 2025. She is currently serving a 20-year sentence on the charge of forcible rape, I haven't been sentenced to March the tenth of 2008. That's
2: what they uh, down since since it out to y'all. it have been aggravating. Right. Yes, sir, but
3: they got my birthday wrong.
4: Okay, what's your birthday? It's January 6th of seventy six.
2: She's laughing, y'all. It's funny, right? Oh, it's
3: funny. It's correct. I misspoke. I
2: don't know where I got it.
3: It's January 6th of 1976. So you just had a birthday not long ago. Yes, sir. Um, Is this your case? No, it's mine. Your case has been assigned to Mr. Pete Freeman. Uh, Mr. Freeman will begin our interview process. Would you please answer any
5: questions he may have? Yes, sir. Hey Ms. Constance. Um how old are you?
4: I'm 47.
5: Okay. And how long have you served on this sentence?
4: 17 years.
5: Okay. Um, what's your educational level?
4: I got my GED and also I've got my upholstery. I see
5: that. Good. Uh give it give me an idea of what was going on in your life at that time. I mean, how did you find these victims? Were they related? Uh, what was their age range? Um the victims, one of them was my son.
4: One of them was a little girl named Josie Favu, which was a goddaughter to my ex-husband. Now he's my ex-husband. One was her her brother, which was a godson to my ex-husband. And one was a neighbor's nephew
5: Okay, um. So, so what was the deal? What 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 was causing y'all to do these types of things?
4: I was abusive. I was in an abusive marriage. I know that's not an excuse. That does not excuse anything that happens. And if he brought that into our marriage, because I did not do that up until I got with him, and I am very sorry for what I did in it. What was your participation?
5: Just briefly, not, not to get into detail, what was your participation? We've all read the rest of With Tony Barnes, I had
4: sex with him, which was wrong. Wrong. I was wrong for with Josie Fagoo. I put my mouth on her part, between her legs one time. With my son, I put my his mouth, his penis on in my mouth twice. Kenny Fagoo, I had sex with him, which I was wrong for. Okay.
5: And and how old were these boys? ones you had sex with? Uh,
4: They were 14
5: and under. I see you have three children. Do you still have contact with all of them? Yes, I do. How's your relationship with your son?
4: It is good. We have
5: contact through my mom. I still writing and he gives messages to my mom and I get them through my mom. Um, you have the D- opposition from law enforcement for DA Scott Carolyn. Your mother is in favor of you getting out. Uh, one of your victims says you deserve a second chance. Um, uh, uh, another uh, person says your husband was to blame. And then we have one of victim's that's a phone. That's the ones that answered. Um what did you learn from sex offender treatment?
4: How did see let me see how to see Uh, I'm trying to see how I put this in words. (laughs)
6: Uh.
4: How to see how it's going to happen before it does happen.
5: If you had a chance to uh, speak to your victim, what would you tell them?
4: I have a composition notebook. I'm not allowed to write to my victims, but I did write in my composition notebook to my victims that one of the social workers get. Can I read some of these to y'all? Okay, yeah. yes. Yeah. Tonya Bournes, I'm sorry for the sex I had with you. I was wrong on my part. Then you told me thank you when we were finished, like it was okay. But it wasn't. I was wrong. Please find it in your heart to forgive me. Tell your family I was wrong and I'm sorry. That was in 2001 that it happened with him. Josie Thiao It was in 2004 when it happened with her. I know my part what I did was wrong now. You put my mouth on your private one time, but David holding my head. And when you went and took your bath, you were scared and wanted me to get in the tub with you. Then when we got out the tub, I lied to David and said something happened, and it didn't. I am very sorry for my part in it. I can't take back what I did. I can only pray you forgive me when you can. Joseph Keaton, my son, happened in 2001. I'm sorry for putting my mouth on your penis two times. One time, you know, I was forced, but the other time, my head was so screwed up because everything David put me through and everything he told me, I thought it was okay at the time, but it was not right. I know that now, and you found out we got arrested. It was not right. Kenny Falgo, 2001 and 2002. I'm writing to tell you I'm sorry for having sex with you. On my part, it was wrong because you were too young. I should have spoke up and said no, either no, we were both scared. And I would not I would have got beat for not doing it.
5: All right, thank you. Um
2: Y'all, i got to pause this for a second. I'm sorry. I thought I was going to be able to play it all the way through, but I just fucking can't. One, her son was seven years old when she did it. She, Like she said, uh, Double Clutch or David Forced Her the first time. The other two times, she did it, and it's not oral sex like she's saying. It's rape. The other two times, she freely— Placed her seven-year-old son's penis in her mouth and sucked it. That's rape under Louisiana law. It's penetration, no matter how slight. Josie Falgu was like ten years old or nine years old when this happened. That she's leaving out the part about how they did lingerie shows and shit for for David and all that. And she's saying she put her mouth on her. Vagina twice. Well, guess what? She stuck her tongue in it. Makes it rape. I'm sorry. It's harsh to hear, but it's fucking rape. It's not oral sex. A kid can't consent to having sex. Um uh Josie's brother. Now, these are these are the the godchildren of Double Clutch, right? Remember, I told y'all in that other episode, he got these families who were just poor, good salted families, and he started grooming them. And like, oh, let me buy y'all supper tonight, and then they ended up calling him godfather, and he'd get them to come to their um, to his house and spend the weekends. That's where he'd rape them, and she would. And the you know, she had she didn't have sex; she raped him. At least two times, Clutch raped him. Uh, David Constance raped him numerous times, alien and orally. Also, which he's in, doing four life sentences for, which I got him. But she did it, okay. And he was like twelve or so at the time. The the Tony boy, I hate to use their names, but shit, they did it. Uh, Tony Barnes was the one who tried to climb out the bathroom window when David was was. She was naked on the bed, and he's. don't you want to fuck her? Don't you want to fuck her? You're a pussy if you don't want to fuck her. He he told me he went in the bathroom and tried to climb out the, the little square window in the trailer bathroom and wouldn't fit, and he ended up doing it, uh, uh going out there and, and being raped by her. I understand he put his penis inside of her. David Constance helped him get erect and all that and guided him her, but guess what? She... Lay there, and she let him do it. Fact, okay, facts. And now, stay tuned to the end because I got I got to tell you about more victims that they they weren't even prosecuted on. But don't let this motherfucker sit here and say, "Oh, over fourteen and under, yeah, fourteen all the way down to seven is your own birth child." All right, continuing, and I apologize for interruptions. The I just fucking losing my shit here, man. Continue. there's going to be a
5: transition plan if you weren't going to be successful. Where are you going to live? I'm
4: going to
2: my mom's in Mobley. Hi, right, I got pause it. Hold on. Hold on. Help? Listen to this. Remember when she said um, that she couldn't, he said, do you still have contact with your son? And, oh, yeah. I, I I write in, 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 um, I go through my mom, my mom gives the message, he gives messages to my mom to give back to me. Then when she goes to read, they ask her about what would you say to your victims? She admits that I'm not supposed to have any contact with my victims, but I've been writing it down in this book. So let me read y'all what I wrote. She's already been having contact with the victims. Her own son It's fucking wrong. And she raped him, knew it at least three times that we know of. And she's admitting in a fucking parole here, and she's already violated her conditions of her plea bargain. And, it, I mean, it's just fucking painful, man. It, it, uh, and, again, stay tuned at the end. I'm going to try not to interrupt again. I had to say that.
5: uh, uh drug problem? Were you using drugs when this happened? Yes, sir. What, what kind of drugs were you using?
4: Meth and weed.
2: Never any Um, proof of that, y'all, in my investigation. Never any proof of that. I was
4: 25.
5: What kind of uh, classes have you taken to address that problem?
4: Substance abuse. And. Celebrate recovery. Celebrate recovery um living life worth living is a stroke class also like um uh, my appealing choices
5: Thank you for change yeah i think for change uh you take quite a few classes which is good they just been Sitting out idle. One um, when I looked at all well, her write-ups, I didn't see them in the folder. At there one place, it said she had twenty-six, but I didn't. I didn't see what the charges were.
1: Yes, sir. It is um, twenty-six charges. The last write-up was a Schedule A, and that was in December of
5: two thousand um, 16, So she didn't. Disciplinary
1: pretty good
5: since 16. Yes, sir. Uh, anything else you would like to say, Warren?
1: No, I was just going to note, um, you know, one, obviously, about her write-ups with her disciplinary report. You know, she obviously caught some traction in 2016, you know, whether that was after um, the Life Stealing Choices class that she mentioned. Um, and she has really taken quite a bit of self-help classes and kind of focused, um, you know, with her Um, getting her to uh, GED and focusing on upholstery. So hopefully, you know, if she is released, seems to be a pretty good support system, and I know our family would be happy to have her back. I I see um, y'all have a
5: mental health plan. Do you have someone there that can address that with me?
1: I don't have a mental health worker in here right now. Is there a specific question?
0: The world has become a smaller place, and people are traveling more freely between countries than ever before. And companies are doing more business outside of their home countries than ever before. The geniuses at Rosetta Stone saw this trend beginning to develop years ago and have dedicated decades toward researching and refining the best and most efficient way to teach someone a new language.
2: Rosetta Stone has been one of our most loyal sponsors here at Real Life, Real Crime, and The Daily Show, and that's because many of you out there have trusted Rosetta Stone to prepare you for everything from a family reunion to a a once-in-a-lifetime trip to a business trip in a faraway country. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program in the galaxy. Rosetta Stone's been there for us with a great product at a great price. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years with millions of users. Rosetta Stone's intuitive process helps you pick up a new language naturally so you retain what you learn, and their true accent speech recognition feature is like having a personal trainer.
0: So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and The Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off.
2: Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Au Au revoir.
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's
3: soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.
1: um, Obviously, she is noted she is a mental health level care three and on medication, so we will make sure that she is set up with an appointment prior to release in her uh, local town.
5: Yeah, it just said a uh, mental health plan will be set up by LCI. though.
1: Yes, sir. So we'll make sure she'll leave with um, 30 days' worth of her mental health medication, a prescription for another 30, and then she'll have an appointment set up prior to release. Um. <clears throat> I've been working with Skinsbury very a that-
6: Hey, um, that's all the questions I have. I have one, one or two. Yeah. Uh, Constance, you've done good. You're doing real good today. I know oh, you're nervous, God. but you're doing good. Um, uh, take me back to the day that you went to the police department yourself and told on y'all. What what happened that day? What triggered that? My conscience. You, you weren't high that day?
4: You were clear? You weren't on drugs or anything? No, ma'am. I just, I stopped everything and I clear minded and I just, I had a chance to think and I had a chance to talk to a friend of mine where I was staying. I left David and I was talking to Kim, a friend of mine at the time, and she sat down and talked to me and I Went to the police. She brought me to the police department and she told me before we went, she said, You know, you could be arrested. I says, I'm okay with that.
2: Gotta pause it. All right, listen to this. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. The truth of the story is she was saying with her friend Kim, who had a teenage son. The teenage son brought a note to her and it said, Hey, Clutch said I could fuck you. When's it gonna be okay for us to do it? Now I'm using a teenager's words on a note because I saw it, not not mine. The, the mom finds it. Kim finds the name. and it's like, what the fuck, Christina? You, you gonna fuck my son? And and she was like, Yeah, but but David and I do it. And 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 David said it was okay. And Kim got up in that ass and was like, You need to tell somebody, you need to, I'm gonna bring you to the police station. So now she's making like, oh, I wanted to clear my conscience. You know, I was clear headed and, and I just want to stop it. Bullshit. She got busted, getting ready to fuck another kid. Rape another kid. I'm sorry. I mean, not, no fucking involved here, people. It's just absolute rape.
6: You, although you had not left, you were concerned about the kids because that was his godson and his goddaughter. They will still be around him. That's what you were concerned about. And Bullshit. You Yes, ma'am. That speaks volumes. I just I want some clarity on that. It's a fucking lie. Last hearing you had, and, uh, you were actually continuing the AA and get involved in the mentoring. In mentoring, did you have an opportunity to do any mentoring? Yes, ma'am. Tell me, tell us about that.
4: I was mentoring in Celebrate Recovery, Life's Healing Choices, and
6: Hannah's Gifts. Good. Warren, you speak to that? How was she? What did you hear about her mentoring? How was that? More on like the facilitation since
1: she had taken the classes and then kind of go back into the class um, and mentor some of the other ladies who are fresh and new to the class. Oh, I
6: got you. All right. Thank, thank you. That's all I
1: had, Jim. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, we do have two people here in support of you. Uh, your mom, Shirley Keaton, yes. and Stephanie Phelps, your sister. Are they present?
2: Yeah, they don't end up no. showing No. They're not there.
6: they Zoom. Is on Zoom? Mm-hmm. 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 I don't not see them out there. They there. They're mm-hmm. Aren't they? mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. That's Y'all, that's their that audio. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're looking for them to get in the Zoom. They're not there. not mm-hmm.
6: um,
2: Again, we're waiting on them to get in the zoom. They're not there. I just want Wait, you... with y'all, is just
3: your, your mom and your sister there with y'all, do you know? No, sir. They weren't able to make it. They weren't able to make it. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, is there anything uh, you'd like to say um uh, Ms. Constance, before
4: the board votes. These 17 years, I've been incarcerated. I think sometimes now that my head is clear that I would rather have taken a beating than hurt these kids the way I did. But back then, my head was not right to make any choices. Every day, I regret what I did. And if I could go back and change it, I would. Now that I have a right, clear head, I'm not trying to make excuses for what I did back then. I'm just writing what's on my heart and in my head. Before I reoffend, I will ask God to show me my sins before I fall again. I feel bad about myself that I have hurt these kids mentally, emotionally, and security. What I mean about security is their trust with adults. They can't get around someone and think that they won't be heard again. I so wish I could take back everything I did that was my core in it. I am no longer mentoring others. They took that away from me because of my health. This is after I was mentoring, that my health got bad, but it's better now. I had kidney problems, but they're sixty percent healed right now. So if y'all will grant me, I can go home and go to a kidney doctor on the streets and get everything straight.
3: Thank you very much, Thompson. We appreciate your comments. Is family vote? Mr. Freeman. Okay. Constance, I'll be point blank, blank with you. Your crime was
5: was very, very serious, very heinous. Hurt a lot of people. Uh, I do think you are remorseful for it. Uh, you did come forward and go to the sheriff's office. Um, but it's it's still, like I say, it, it's it's scarred a lot of people. Um, but on the other hand, I look at it. And I want you on supervision. I don't want you being released full-time without nobody to make you go to your mental health appointments and without anybody to make sure you attend your sex offending classes. So my vote today is to be to grant and with the condition that you follow all recommendations from the mental health group and attend those sex abuse classes, which will be in the conference.
4: Yes,
5: sir. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Freeman.
6: Ms. Glass. Uh, Constance, uh you did a great harm. You, you, you know. I, I appreciate hearing that today. You've healed yourself and you've been helping us. And that's all I can ask. Uh, and in the words of one of your victims, he um, he said thank you uh for getting them out of and for what you got in his life. And he said you were addicted to one of your victims said he saw he saw that you were able to, but you are a brave victim. very brave and i want you to continue that brave bravery and on the other side my vote is to grant to and i concur with the special conditions that has been outlined that's what you see
3: thank you miss constance you have two votes to grant your uh parole uh i concur with uh my colleagues for all of your safety the crime was horrible you know that you accept responsibility for
4: that Uh, and uh, you are on your way so uh, my vote likewise is to grant the same conditions
2: so good luck to you thank Thank y'all so much okay people holy shit I got so many things I want to say one it's not the parole board's fault okay My mama used to be on the parole board under, I believe it was Governor Edwards, maybe Governor Romer, and my mother's an attorney. And she used to come home every night with like 50 stacks of case files of the people they were going to hear the next day. And she took it serious, and she would read through them. But they could only read what's in the file. Same thing they're doing. They read what's in the file, which is the pled down shit to forcible rape, which it should have been aggravated rape. But that's due to Jasper Brock being a great attorney. But uh, but they don't know about the rest of the victims. And I'll tell you one that pops on my mind. And this girl was 18 by the time I found her. And this is, it, Christina told me about all these victims. And uh, th- this girl, the clutch, David Constance got Christina to have Full on it's rape, y'all, it's not oral sex. Full on rape slash sex with this girl in front of Clutch while he masturbated him when he went to join in the girl said she didn't want him in. She just wanted to to do it with Christina. Okay? It's still fucking rape. She was like 15 at the time. And this is years later when I'm interviewing. You got to understand, a lot of these people I interviewed were grown by now. They had been doing this forever. Christina was one of his first victims. He used to date Christina's older sister, and while he was dating her, He was grooming Christina and started out with her when she was like 12, and they ran away together, and he got arrested, and I I think I know that is the only charge he ever caught in his entire life besides the charges. I stuck up his ass, and it was for a contributing to the delinquency of juvenile, whatever, and he ends up marrying Christina. I get that. I, I get she was groomed. I get that she was brought along into it. I get that David was the mental giant in in the house. I get that. And, And David used her. But you know what? Fuck, she was almost 30 years old when I arrested her and was still doing kids. It's not like she was still 12 or 15 or 16 or 17 or 18 or even in her young 20s, man. They've been doing this forever, over 20 years. And yes, David was using her to lure in victims. He didn't care if it was a girl or female because he's a sick punk who's now doing four life sentences at Bloody Angola, Louisiana State Penitentiary in Angola. But the parole board members, all they see are these four charges. And then she sugarcoats it, right? And even though she violates herself by saying, Yeah, I still have contact with my son, well, you're not supposed to. Right. And even though it's through her mother, and then she just fucking lied. And, and, and you know what? I'm sure that she, and I'm glad she went to classes and, and all that. And in 26 years, she got, uh, in 26 years, she got, I'm sorry, in in 17 years, she got, uh, what? Twenty six write ups. Okay, in twenty sixteen, she's starting to straighter, straighten herself out in prison. Well, good, good for her. You shouldn't have been in prison to begin with, right? I mean, that's just a fucking fact, y'all. I'm, I'm you not know, making these up. The, the, the you know, and and the fact that the parole board gets to hear these things in a limited scope, and they got a lot of more people waiting for parole here in that day. And Christina Constance got fucking paroled. And y'all, this was just uh, uh like two months ago. Okay? Like two months ago. Now guess what? I guess she's gonna get out and get work as an upholsterer. She that's what she got her degree in. She won't be resurfacing any of my shit in um the board members. I and fuck that. I don't wish bad on anybody, but I, I she won't be at my house even though I want y'all to check this out. I've never told this before years for the years after I got her sentence or I mean not her sentence because I got, clutch got sentenced and then she got sentenced i I wasn't called in court for her sentencing. It was just another day for me. I'm doing whatever she took a plea bargain and there was no need for me to be there, but she used to send a letter every year at Christmas addressed to me, to the sheriff's office, and asked me, say, hey, Mr. Woody, I'm doing fine. Hope you're doing well. Will you please make sure my son has a good Christmas this year? And I sure do appreciate you and and blah, 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 whatever, right? Short letter, every year, same thing. Does that make her a good mom? Sure it does. What about the mom who raped that 7-year-old? Once He made her do it twice. She admits that she just did it freely and on her own. In my entire investigation, there was never a mention of meth or marijuana. Maybe they were doing it. We missed it. I seriously doubt it. Uh, Just mind-blowing. Anyway, she's on the street. Be warned. Christina Constance, from my very first episode in 2019, is on the street. Paroled, and now I know she's gonna have to do sex offender registration. Whatever neighborhood she moved in and everything, but don't listen to this bullshit. Oh, I just I I want to clear my conscience. I want to go talk to Detective Overton because I want to clear my conscience. No, you got busted about to rape another kid. You were gone from your husband. Kid gives you the note. Says your husband says in his words, y'all. Because I've read the thing. I can f you, but it said. My show. I'm gonna say it. He said, "Clutch says I can fuck you. When can we do this?" The mama finds it and confronts her, gets in her shit, and thank God that the mom had the decency to bring her to the sheriff's office and introduce me. And in this story, I'm still telling it today. She's on the street. Three years early. She'd have got out anyway, right? In 2026 or 2025, whenever. But I don't know a think about that, man. I mean but I don't like the lies. Maybe she's conditioned herself mentally over all these years in prison that since this is the only thing I was charged with, this is the only thing I did. Why do you think there was an age, not an age a year difference between these um, charges that I had for him 2001 to 2004, or whatever to 2003. you think they stopped? You think double clutch stopped using his wife? And they they, they stopped raping babies? Hell no, they didn't. Some of them were right on the edge of that that age range. Then we found them. The hell, they were married now, and and some of them had kids of their own. They had careers. They didn't want to get involved in this shit show, and and you know, they, so they cherry pick the best four. She pleads out to the sweetheart deal of all times. And she's free today. Christina Constance walks free. Wow. Holy shit. She won't be babysitting anybody that I know. All right, let's do this. Uh, I had so much more to say on it. It's just wild. It's crazy. Um, y'all protect your babies, Right. Just like that TikTok last week when we went viral, it was about sleepovers, and it was actually about this couple. That's what's so crazy. The, um, and here we are, and I'm telling you about the conclusion on that. Now, let me tell you about David, double clutch, Constance. He's up in Angola doing his four life sentences. And, y'all, that means he's, he's going to die there. It's a death sentence. There's no chance of parole. He'll never get a parole hearing like she did. She got sentenced to 20 flat. There's no good time on the sex offender part. So she was eligible to start coming up for parole. And obviously they turned her down before. This time they let her go. The double clutch, David Constance. Hey, if y'all are listening in Angola, I heard he's telling everybody that it's all his wife's fault, that she. he's totally innocent. He's never touched a kid. And his wife, they were going through a bad divorce, so she went to the sheriff's office and lied on him, right? I also heard he's a preacher man. So if you're up there at Angola and you're listening, David Constance is a convicted four times. It should have been 400 times. Four-time convicted aggravated rapist of babies, including his own. Give him some inmate justice. He doesn't deserve to breathe. That dude deserved death penalty. I don't care how you feel about the death penalty. If anybody, you can talk about evil existing in this world. That dude is evil, period. And he had been doing it forever. He had been doing it before Christina. Smart though, y'all. He's not a dummy. He's not as dumb as he looks, I can tell you that. And, And it's hard to catch a smart criminal but I called him and I got the conviction after they won. If we had dropped them down to these molestations and shit, they, they tried to push on me that day before the grand jury, you know, they would have been out already. They'd have pled that shit down from there and pled it down. They might've got five years or 10 years or whatever. Hell, it's been 17 years since the trial time it's so longer than that since I got them. But anyway, fuck it. I'm gonna get off my horse. The, um, uh, I want to remind y'all again the dateline NBC Friday, April the 14th, 2023, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, Who Murdered Courtney Coco? Y'all, it's gonna be a great story. It's not a guy, it's a horrible story, but it has a great theme, if you will, and never giving up. And how a podcaster and his fans can help bring conclusion to a case that was frozen. So y'all go check it out, please. And um, go to go download our free real-life, real-crime community app. The reason why I say that, y'all, we, it has so much more real-life, real-crime stuff in it, from news to chat forums to games to whatever. The, our merchandise store has all the episodes on there and everything else. Guess what? I'm the only one that censors it. Okay. So if you get censored by me, you got to be really an asshole. Now, like our real life, real crime uh, friends and, and crew page on Facebook, the private group, today is over 39,000 members. And I got all these other social media pages and Facebook. I get locked out every single week, and I'm not doing anything wrong. Right, and 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 sometimes I just I'm trying to share too much to all my different pages, and they lock me out. Go to the app. I'm answering everybody in the app first before I go to Facebook. So if you want to send me emails and do all that, it's Woody at real real Crime dot com, or go to the app. It's that easy. The our explosion. We've always had great numbers. Y'all have always helped us grow, but going to number one in the world props up again to everybody that listened. Uh, now, hope, you know you. Would, I can't say enjoyed this episode, but this is real life, real crime, y'all. This is not something I read about on the internet. This is something I lived. Okay, this is real shit. Real people' lives got destroyed. Real babies that got raped. Um, but on the real life, real crime. Feed also is going to be my other show, Real Life, Real Crime Daily, which I co-host with Mike Agravino and Jim Chapman. And look, it's it's straight up true crime news three times a week. No more political bullshit. None of that on there. It's it's stories. Some of them make you cry. Some of them make you laugh. But it's a, I love it. I love doing it. And so y'all check out that. It's going to be on the feed. Patreon and Convicts. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're getting two bonus episodes this week, too, locked up. And one of them is kind of short, and one of them is like 48 minutes long. So I could not have done the Courtney Coco investigation without your financial support. This show would not run without your financial support. Patreon members, y'all can go to Patreon, look up Real Life Real Crime. If you want to subscribe there, we get all kinds of bonuses and different tier levels and everything else early commercial free early releases bonus episodes all this different stuff depends on what level you want to be on in the app we call them our or subscribers convicts same thing same benefits it's just through the app and um and that's it so the i love and appreciate each and every one of y'all i've been on a high like you can never believe that we finally got the recognition I believe the show deserves, and I believe y'all as fans deserve lifers because you are the best in the world. The national article that came out years ago calling y'all cult-like following, well, they can call you whatever you want; they want to as long as y'all continue to back me because I love and I appreciate each and every one of you, and I thank you for everything that you've done for us to get to this point. And it's amazing, isn't it, right, from what we started. And Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency, y'all know they're my jam. Shane McBride and, and Missy Jewell have started the YouTube channel of, just about Lopa. Y'all need to go look, look that up. Um, subscribe to it. So They interviewed Lori um Steele, who's oh, Lopa's spokesperson last week. And she's also the one who gets on stage the crew bash every year and helps with the drawings and everything else. She's an absolute love, right? And she loves Lopa. I love Lopa. She's the reason I took it up. Um, if you want to be an organ donor, you don't have to be from Louisiana. Lopa stands for Louisiana organ procurement agency. You can be from anywhere in the world. You could be from China. Go to Lopa.org. Lopa.org. Take two minutes, fill out the little thing, become an organ donor, give the gift of life and sight and help and everything else. And Y'all Lopa takes care of these families, of these donors after the fact. It's just a beautiful nonprofit organization. That's why I sponsor them. um, And I'll close every episode with it. Please go like and subscribe and share Real Life Real Crime. Check out our TikTok, our Instagram all that good podcast stuff I'm supposed to say. Lopa, we love you. And I'm Woody Overton, You host of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. And until next time or ever, don't let me catch you down on Murder you, Peace. You have the right to remain silent you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You got a right to an attorney prior to or during any question. If you can't afford one, the court appoint one for you. Do you understand your rights?